Welcome to the Three Now Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Three and Out Podcast. Today we have the Western Conference preview. Um, right before the season starts, we got it coming out yesterday. You, we have the same energy, same info coming at you right now. It's Matt back with Zach and Ed. What's good? Hold up. And uh, we're going to start with the Pacific Division in the Western Conference. Western Conference has a lot of star power. Um, to the two best teams, the Warriors, we'll start with here. Uh, Warriors are the favorites to win the finals, win the conference. They're over under 62 and a half. I'm going to go under that. I think that's a, a little high for them. We don't know when DeMarcus Cousins is coming back. But, you know, you got Curry, Clay, KD, Draymond. Uh, Jordan Bell, who I really like off the bench on that team. I think he's uh, – well, you saw what he did last year. He's explosive. Um, there's a lot of question marks surrounding the Warriors this season, though. Uh, where does Kevin Durant go? Where does Clay Thompson go? DeMarcus Cousins is also a free agent. What do you guys think about that? Um, I think everybody stays put, to be honest. I think that the whole team is back. Um, maybe – the bench is a little more depleted, but I think the, for the main for the starting five, I think the whole team is back next year. I just don't see Clay taking a pay cut as much as he keeps claiming that he's fine with it. So where do you think he's going to go? Some, I feel like someone's going to get in his ear. His dad, his brother, someone's going to get in his ear about Trace uh, Thompson. Why would boys. Trace Thompson be in someone's <laughs> ear about getting money? <laughs> Bro, he has an older brother, Michael Thompson, who played in the league. Uh, my bad, oh, my bad. <laughs> I remember his father played for the Lakers. I know his father played. I know he had an older brother, too. So do you think he'll go to the Lakers? Quite possibly. Him money. and LeBron would be nice. We gotta, we, I wouldn't we'll, be surprised if one of those guys in the Warriors ends up over there. Yeah, but pretty soon LeBron's going to be like, he's not going to be LeBron anymore. You know what I mean? He's going to be washed. Exactly. That's why he's going to need a Clay or a KD. Yeah, but we, yeah. Can't, we can't keep saying that, like, oh, if somebody goes there next year or in two years, it'll be him and LeBron because that isn't necessarily true. But it'll LeBron be- coming back down, like, D, like him not being as good, is just him becoming everyone else. So he's still going to be as better, as good as everybody else, you know? I guess that's a weird way to look at it, but sure. <laughs> All right, what else do you got for Golden State? Uh, they drafted Jacob Evans out of Cincinnati late in the first round. Uh, yeah. I don't really know much about him. He seems like a defensive type of guy. Cincinnati means he plays D and can't shoot. Yeah, essentially. Well, they <laughs> can really use that they, off the well, bench. Yeah, that's really what they need. Yeah, they still got Livingston, Quinn Cook, who I also like. I think he's going to leave and get a payday some uh, sometime, maybe after this year. Uh, Jonas Yurebko was signed, so he's essentially replace, replacing Omri Caspi in the uh, kind of like a swing forward role off the bench. So I'm going to take the under here. Who's the backup point guard I'm thinking of for them that played? He played in the playoffs last year a lot. Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook. Nah, not him. They got another one. Another one. Kind of, kind of a no name. I don't Clearly, know why his name. <laughs> I don't know why I'm forgetting his name, dude. Ah, uh, he was a restricted free agent. He's been holding out. He hasn't showed up yet. Oh, uh, Pat McCaw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what happened to him? What's his little deal? He wants to get a decent contract and not the bullshit couple hundred grand. You know, they can't afford that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he hasn't showed up. That's a big bench piece for them. Yeah, he's like six seven, is he? Yeah, he's a pretty big guard. What was their record last year, Golden State? The record last year was fifty eight and twenty four. Wow. So they they after the seven three and nine season two years ago they went sixty seven and fifteen and then fifty eight and twenty four. Wow. Okay. So I, I guess I can get in line with the under there. Yeah, I think they're. I think they can go 58 and 24 again. I think they'll be right around there. But I don't think 63 wins to hit that over. No, they've got some uh, bench rolls to figure out. No JaVale McGee, no, no Swaggy P. They led the league in Tex last year, too. 
pretty emotional team. Yeah, that's probably going to happen again, though, with her cousins now. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, Steve yeah. The other day. <laughs> what did you say? Steve Kerr, when he got tossed in the preseason game the other day. He's like, I don't want to be here. Yeah, he goes, I don't want to be here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like Steve Kerr. All Steve right, Kerr's the man. Who's next? Um, next, uh, we move on to the Phoenix Suns. Oh, man. I like the Suns. I just don't like the way their roster is set up. Anyway, Phoenix. Worst record in the league last year. Probably going to follow that up again. No. No. No way. No way. All right. 21 and 61 last year. The over-under this year is 29. Dude, they got a better over-under than the Knicks. What do you mean? Worst record in the league this year. (laughs) Yeah. When Devin Booker is supposed to be your starting point guard, that's a problem. Yeah, they don't have they don't have a guard. You're right. They don't have a point guard. They have no point guard on the roster. Wow, they they, they don't just signed Jamal Crawford. He's, I mean, I love Jamal Crawford, one of my favorite players. But what's he doing for you at whatever thirty eight, thirty nine, whatever? He is? Are they going to start this French guy, Eli Okobo? I don't, who knows? Right now, they're projected to start Isaiah Cannon. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> They should call uh, us up for Spencer Dinwiddie. Seriously, they should. Yeah, give us a first round. Yeah, pick they for traded it. Brandon Knight for Ryan Anderson so they could have ninety six power forwards on the roster. That's some. That's a weird move. That was stupid. Yeah, the, uh, the starting five right now is projected to be Cannon, Booker, Ariza. That signing also made no sense. Yeah, Maybe. Ryan Anderson and then DeAndre Eight. I can see the Ariza signing making sense to kind of tutor Josh Jackson. I think they're kind of similar right. players. That brings me to, that brings me to the bench. Josh Jackson, small forward. T.J. Warren, who averaged 18 a game last year, small forward. You drafted Mikel Bridges, small forward. <laughs> How many of these guys do you need? Seriously, they got Reshawn Holmes too. Well, yeah, I mean, I know you need a point guard, but it's become a positionless league. You can never have too much athleticism. Is Dragon Bender gonna play? What's this deal? He's also another iffy guy. Him and Tyson Chandler are the big. They guys. drafted him so high. Yeah, they're disappointed in him. They definitely need to trade one of those forwards though for a point guard. That's for sure. I think the you're probably going to get the most for TJ Warren, even if it's yeah, some good. bum like Austin Rivers. <laughs> he, he's he's, they did, he's brand new in Washington. They won't get rid of him that quick. They did take DeAnthony Melton in the draft. I think he went second round. Yeah. I don't know how quickly they want to hand the offense over to him, but we'll see. What kind of point guard is he? Like a score? Yeah, yeah. He was he was the point, he was the starter at USC. He's kind of more of just they gave him the ball and let him do whatever he wanted. Yeah. So. All right. So you're going. Uh, you're going under. I'm going under. Just the like I said, so many guys who do the same thing. Yeah, and I feel like Devin Booker's going to get frustrated with that. You think DeAndre Ayton's Rookie of the Year? No, no. I'm the, that's I think that's going to be Luka Doncic, Doncic, and I think Trey Young will be right behind them because his team's going to be terrible, and they're going to let him jack up the same shots he did at Oklahoma. I think Ayton's going to be a star. I love him. I think yeah, I, th- I think he'll be good. I just think he's got all these other big guys that are going to be fighting him for minutes. Yeah, yeah, they're an interesting roster. Yeah, for sure. All right. Who's next? Uh, let's uh, bring this to the Clippers. All right, the Clippers. The lesser year. L.A. team. Oh, this team stinks. This, <laughs> I think this might be one of the worst teams in the league this year, really. Clippers 42-40 and 40 last year, which is not a bad record. Finished 10th in the West in the stacked West. Um, the, only, the only person they really added was Shy Gillis Alexander out of in the draft. Uh, they didn't really sign any free agents. They lost DeAndre Jordan, Sam Decker, and Doc Rivers finally traded his son. Um, they still have, you know, the the usual suspects, Pat Beverly, Avery Bradley, Danilo Gallinari, Tobias Harris, a bunch of unathletic guys. Not much shooting. They're going to play good defense with Beverly and Avery Bradley. They don't really have any stars. No one that can really become a star. It's going to be hard for them to score points. Uh, no shooting, no playmaking. I don't trust Danilo Gallinari and his $23 million a year salary. Uh, I think the Clippers finished bottom five in the NBA. They just gave Doc Rivers a contract extension. I have no fucking idea why. 
Uh, I think it's time to part ways with Doc. Uh, I think he's one. Is he still? Is he still the GM too? I don't know. I remember reading that there was talk that he was going to give up that role. Yeah, I think I think I think he did. And then they and then he got a a head coaching extension to do that. Uh, Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that'll help him. Maybe he doesn't have to worry about both. Uh, Over under is thirty six and a half. I'm taking the under. I think the Clippers don't win thirty games. Yeah, they don't have really any strengths. No, they 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 they'll play defense, defense on yeah. the perimeter. On the perimeter, yeah. that's it. Not even down the, low. The, the, the names on the roster aren't terrible, but in the West, they can't compete. Danilo Gallinari is your best player. Like, oh no, I'm good. And he's always hurt. Yeah, Tobias Harris. Okay, he's a good role player, but he's not gonna he's not gonna take over no, a game. Not, if, you, if you if you take that starting five and put him in the East, a whole different story. Yeah, you might you might be uh, better than the Knicks. Who knows? <laughs> The Nets, too. <laughs> that's, that, that, that starting five is better than the Pistons. Yeah, they would be battling for, like, that 6-7-8 seed. I disagree. I, mean. I disagree. They, they... I disagree. Uh, All right. Well, we'll leave, it up to the, we'll leave it up to them to decide for us. Yeah, I think they're an interesting team. We'll see. Clippers, under 36.5. I would take under 30 if I could. Wow. Hot take. Take. That's that's the same as my Bulls take twenty two wins. <laughs> All right, uh, we shift gears to the L.A. Lakers, who are the obvious powerhouse and made the much as much noise as you possibly could in an off season, acquiring the greatest player of all time, LeBron James. LeBron James, um, he comes on and immediately makes them a Finals contender. They're four to one to reach the finals. Three to one to win the conference, and the over/under is forty-eight and a half. I'm absolutely going over that. I can see them probably a fifty to fifty-three win range. So I'm going to go with like fifty-one and thirty-one prediction. Uh, coming with LeBron uh, is a bunch of guys on one-year deals: JaVale McGee in a one-year deal, Rajon Rondo one-year deal, Mike Beasley one-year deal, Lance Stevenson one-year deal. Projected starting lineup looking like Lonzo, Josh Hart, who I think is going to have a breakout season. I really think he's a solid player. Um, he's a perfect yep. player around LeBron. Yep. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, along with Bron and JaVale McGee, starting at center. Didn't uh, didn't Luke Walton say that Rondo started? Is he? Who? Rondo. Uh, I think he's going to start the season as a starter because this dude's still Still coming back from having his knee kind of drained or whatever. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Off the bench, you got Rondo, Mike Beasley, Lance Stevenson, Brandon Ingram, who I also am a big fan of. What do you guys think of Ingram? I think Ingram's going to have a great year this year. I like him. I need to see a little more, though. I think LeBron is the perfect guy to, to mold his game after. Absolutely. Uh, they drafted Moritz Wagner and Svee from Kansas in the second round. Isaac Bonga as well in the second round. I don't know much about him, but I think he, – he, he was – a lot of people were saying he could go in the first. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they got him kind of late in the second as well. Yeah, so like early early when he threw his name in, he was like one of those sleeper names for the first round. So yeah. I don't know what really made him drop. All right. Uh, Svee from Kansas and Morris Wagner, I think, are really good players around LeBron as well because they're pure shooters. Perfect, perfect fit to play with him. Exactly. So I'm going to go over for the Lakers. I can see them honestly going to the finals and would not be surprised if that happened. Uh, As much as I've never been a fan of the Lakers my entire life, I will have to root for them now because LeBron is there. So. It'll be a long road to the, to the finals if they do make it, but it would not surprise me either if LeBron was able to do that. It wouldn't shock me. Like, too too many people are already putting them down. I know, which I think he which loves. Is, which is cra- it's crazy to me. Yeah, and it's, it's like this team's better than the team last year. Granted, it was in the East, but still. My, my two Laker takes, Kuzma wins sixth man of the year. Lonzo Ball wins most improved player. That's what LeBron will do for you. Exactly. So, if they don't win this year, I expect one within the next three to four years. Oh, absolutely. So, that wraps up the Lakers. And last, and always last, the Sacramento Kings. Yes. Longest playoff drought in the league. 
2006 was the last time they played in the playoffs. What? <laughs> it's insane. That's 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think podcasts existed. Probably not. All right. Number one overall pick, Marvin Bagley. That was obviously their biggest move. They signed Yogi Ferrell, who had a pretty good year, kind of out of nowhere last year for the Mavericks. That dude, yeah, that dude can score. Was a, he was a net too for a while. And we yeah, him. <laughs> he's. I don't know. He turned himself into a hell of a player. He was. He was uh, highly touted going into Indiana. Yep. Their uh, first round pick from last year, Harry Giles, missed the entire year. He's back. He looked dominant in the summer. That's what I've been reading. Yeah, they've got high hopes for him. If his knees hold up, I think he's a real good player. Um, Starting five is projected to be De'Aaron Fox, the younger Boyan Bogdanovich, who had a pretty good rookie year. Justin Jackson's projected to start at the three. What? Yeah, I mean he. I don't. I don't really know what he did last year, but it's and uh, obviously Bagley at the four and Willie Cauley Stein, who's I think in one of those big years to determine what's going to happen the rest of his career because he's kind of been iffy since he came out of Kentucky. Yeah, it's his contract year, right? Should be. Yeah. Off the bench, you got Harry Giles. I won't be surprised to see him hop in that starting five over Stein at some point. You got Zebo, nice to lead all these young guys. <laughs> Buddy Healed off the bench. I could see him starting at some point if they want to go a little smaller. Yogi Ferrell, like I said, backup point guard. I didn't even know this. They have Amon Shumpert. Wow, yeah, they do. And I doubt he's going to play. They still have Ben McLemore. He's been a bust. Yeah, he's a bust. And uh, Frank Mason, another great college player, played pretty good off the bench for them. Last year, but wait, didn't Ben McLemore play for the Memphis Grizzlies last year? Yeah, the Kings got him back. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? I can't stay away from this dude. Wow. So yeah, uh, they finished twenty-seven to fifty-five last year. The over/under this year is twenty-six. I'm gonna go under. They this team just has no shooting. They have a bunch of power forwards and centers. De'Aaron Fox. I like De'Aaron Fox's game, but he's just not a shooter yet. Bogdanovich is probably their best shooter. I like Buddy Heald. Yeah. He's bounced around. I just don't know how, I just don't know how many minutes he's going to play. And like I mentioned before, experimenting with the four power forward lineup in the preseason. I think they had uh, Fox, Giles, Bagley, Randolph, and Willie Cauley-Stein out there together. Wow. How about Scal? Is Scal Abissier going to play? I like him, too. Yeah. Saw his name hop around a little bit. I think if he moves to a different team, he could. He's been. He's played better. Yeah, he could shoot a little bit. But with this team, which is so many big guys in front of him, that they've put, they've invested more time into and more higher draft picks. I just don't see where he fits. Yeah, they they kind of pushed him out the door. Yeah, so I'd say under the twenty six. Yeah, I mean. We're, we're like the only generation. The younger kids have never seen the Kings be good. They never saw those Chris Webber days. Talk Chris Webber, Jay Will. Those teams were awesome. And Bobby Jackson. Doug Christie. Peja Stojakovic. Oh, Peja, dude. And Hito, Hito Turkoglu, too. Remember he got fucking paid? Hito Turkoglu. Yeah, what are you going to Orlando? He went to Orlando that one year yeah. went off. Yeah, he did. He always had little spurts of like the most clutch moments. He just start going off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? All right, uh, let's shift gears. We had Northwest. Um, Northwest Conference, or division, excuse me, is the Timberwolves, the Jazz, the Nuggets, OKC, and the Trailblazers. So a lot of interesting teams in the Northwest. Uh, let's start with the Trailblazers. All right, I got them. Obviously, you got to start with the fact their owner just died yesterday. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Also owner of the Seahawks. I didn't know this. <clears throat> they actually mentioned he's not married, has no kids, so no one knows what's the deal with 
who's taking over these teams yet. Well, I'm sure once he found out he had Hodgkin's lymphoma, he they created some type of will or something. Oh yeah, but they yeah, I'm saying they haven't mentioned that like no one no like naturally it'd be a kid or a wife, whatever, he doesn't have any. Well, it's Bill Gates, shock the world. Yeah. His ex partner. So they had a lot of pieces move. Shabazz and Ed Davis obviously went both went to the Nets. Woo! Fine, <laughs> Nurkic, who's a pretty good big man, had a good year for them. I like Nurkic. Yeah, uh, they drafted Anthony Simmons, the one high school kid in the draft. He actually led them to the summer league title. I think he averaged about thirteen a game in the summer league. Wow. I like the kid. I just don't know if he's ready to hop right off the floor from prep school to play significant minutes yet. But he's got Lillard and CJ in front of him to learn from. That should help. They also lost Pat Connaughton. Went to the Bucks. And their starting five is projected to be Lillard, CJ, Matt's favorite player ever, Evan Turner. <laughs> yeah, right. Al Farouk Aminu, who's had a pretty solid career, just kind of bouncing around, I feel like. And Nurkic at center. Off the bench, they brought in Seth Curry to replace Shabazz. Kind of like that move. Similar players. Play them in small spurts. They could get you a couple points. Yeah, I like that. Mo, Har- Mo Harkless is still there. <laughs> I'm still waiting for him to break out. Seriously. They're hoping Zach Collins, their first-round pick from a couple years ago, or Myers Leonard can step into the Ed Davis role. That remains to be seen. They also have Caleb Swanigan, another guy. We're not really sure what what his deal is. And they also drafted Gary Trent Jr. from Duke last year. I think he can turn himself into a decent NBA player. I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah. Duke is just one of those teams in college where you can't really show your full skill set because in high school he was known to just light up the scoreboard. Yeah. So I think he'll find his way on the court. Play some of those Pat Connaughton minutes. They finished third last year, surprisingly, forty nine and thirty three. They're over under this year's forty two. I'm gonna say over. Uh, yeah, I think they're better much. than a five hundred team. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a pretty solid team. Got some young guys who are trying to prove themselves. I think this whole thing with the owner might give them a couple wins early in the season that. They might not have gotten before. So I'll take the over 42. I would probably be in the minority here and take the under for Portland. I think they lost a lot of clutch role players. That if you're, you're the uncertainty of who's going to fill those voids, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying Seth Curry. I'm not buying Myers Leonard to replace Ed Davis. Ed Davis was huge. I mean, people loved him in that locker room. Um, so I would take the under here. Oh, I, I forgot their biggest uh, off-season acquisition. Nick Stauskas. <laughs> Former net great. <laughs> Nick Stauskas. Uh, I'm curious to uh, see if they ever dangle McCollum or Damian Lillard out there. they got to start a rebuild at some point. I just I think, I think this is their last go-around with this. I listened to CJ McCollum's like, the first 10 minutes of his podcast, and that shit is garbage. <laughs> Shout out to you, CJ. Uh, Terry Stott's also on the hot seat. If they don't do something this year, I think they move on from him as well. Yes. Especially when that under hits. <laughs> All right. That was the Trailblazers. Uh, let's shift to a team making a lot of headlines right now, mainly because of one man, Jimmy Butler in the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Timberwolves over-under is not available because nobody knows what the roster is going to be at any time. <laughs> so Vegas has made it unavailable. They're 50-1 to 1 to win the conference still, though, which is not going to happen. And they're 200-1 no. to, to win the finals, which is – I think it should be at least 300, 400. There's no way they win the finals. Who do they add? Two solid bench players five years ago. Luol Dang and Anthony Tolliver. Both on one-year deals. Uh, starters are looking like Jeff Teague, Jimmy Butler, maybe. Andrew Wiggins, Taj Gibson, Carl Anthony Towns. The reserves, you got Gorgie Dang coming off the bench, Derek Rose, Tyus Jones. 
you know, I don't. I think the Timberwolves are whatever. I think I don't think they're touching the playoffs this year. I think there's so much going on right now that things aren't good. Uh, I don't like Tom Thibodeau. And and what do you guys think about the Timberwolves and everything that's going on? Ed. I don't mind the roster besides Derrick Rose and Dang. He's got a Thibodeau's got to let go of that dream. What? I can't hear you, bro. <laughs> what? I heard him. I I think Tyus Jones needs to play a lot more than he has been. Man, well, they gave Towns a huge contract, so he's obviously the franchise player. Yeah, and it's funny because the whole beef and. With this Jimmy Butler thing was him and Wiggins, really. And now all of a sudden, Wiggins is changing his tone, saying, oh, if we're going to win games, we need him here. I thought it was because he banged Carl Anthony Towns' girl. Uh, that was uh, one of those fake. Twitter, let's try to put together the pieces. Oh. But it started because Wiggins' brother said, when that whole thing came out, Wiggins' brother said something about Jimmy Butler and whatever. A bunch of bullshit drama. Why does Tim Thibodeau love Jimmy Butler so much? I, I mean, I get it. The guy, fucking, the guy plays super hard, and he Who cares? No, I, I listen. I don't like. I think he's turned into a diva since he got paid. Yeah, he's probably, I agree. He's on, he's on TMZ now. He's fucking trying to trying to hit up Gabby Union on Instagram. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, I don't want him to be on the Miami Heat. Yeah, uh, I, but I think Wiggins changing his tone all of a sudden, saying we need him to win. That's I feel like the team's starting to shift away from Towns. That's not a good thing. Not at all. That this has a recipe for disaster. Now listen, I loved yeah. what he did the other day in practice. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, no, I don't yeah. care if it was staged or not. I fucking love that kind of stuff. Uh, Timberwolves in the draft. They drafted Josh Akogi, who is a shooting guard, uh, Georgia Tech. Heck. He seems more of a project type player. I don't expect much from him. Uh, who I do like is their second round pick is Kata Bates' job out of Ohio State. I really like his game. I think it translates well to the NBA. That is today's game. So keep an eye out for Kata Bates' job. And they, and they need and they need the shooting. Yes, they do. He lit it up last year at Ohio State. I was surprised he wasn't a late first round pick. Yeah, I think he. They were saying he was shocked draft night. He didn't get taken in the Ooh. first job. Yeah, he was projected to go like in the. Teams. Yeah, I wanted him on Brooklyn. He had a great season for Ohio State, and then I real the four four year guy. Yeah, right? yeah. So he's more or less ready to go. Yeah, so I think that's a. I think he'll find minutes there with everything that's going on. So whatever. I think the Wolves aren't aren't a playoff team right now. Maybe thirty eight, forty wins. Maybe five hundred, forty one, forty one, somewhere around there. You don't think they're a playoff team in the West? Yeah. Mm. Looking at it, you know, one, two, no. Wow, I do. I say t- talent wise, yeah, but with all this shit going yeah. on, who knows? If they were going into the season with no drama or anything like that, then yeah, I'd maybe consider them, but I can see the Jazz, the Thunder, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Rockets, the Spurs, all, and the Pelicans all challenging for the playoffs. Yeah, I don't see the Spurs doing it. But anyway, Seth, we'll get don't to that later. De- don't forget Denver. Yeah, so that's my Wolves. Uh, let's move on to uh, a, probably a very interesting team. They've kind of been stuck in the middle for years, the Denver Nuggets. Go with the Denver Nuggets now. They finished ninth last year, lost the last game of the year to the Wolves for that last playoff spot. They finished 46 and 36. This year's over under is 47 and a half. Big offseason moves. They extended Jokic and Will Barton. Got rid of the oft injured Wilson Chandler, sent them to Philly. Kenneth Fareed and Darrell Arthur were salary dumps to the Nets. And the semi surprising signing was uh, Isaiah Thomas. And they drafted Michael Porter Jr. Starting five is projected to be Murray, Gary Harris, Will Barton, Paul Millsap, and Jokic. The six man's looking like Isaiah Thomas. I think that role fits him a lot better than 
what he was doing in Boston and his couple months in Cleveland. I think he could fill those voids for Murray and Harris around the <clears throat> when those two are on the bench. Mason Plumley and Trey Lyles are the big guys off the bench that are going to play big minutes. And then you got Michael Porter Jr. had back surgery in July. There's no timetable. He's been day to day since. So that's a huge question mark for them. I'm curious to see how all that plays out. Yeah, I've never I really think, even seen the guy play. Yeah, I think he would have been a clear number one pick if he doesn't have back issues. So for them, at, what were they, eighth or ninth that they took him? Uh, 14th. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, that gamble's worth it for them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, yeah, I think Isaiah Thomas is a legit shot to win that sixth man of the year as much as I can't stand him. I just think this role him a lot better. You're not asking him to do everything. What? No he way. He could play those short minutes. Yeah, he's the only he's... scorer coming off the bench, really. Yeah, that's, with Trey all he, Lyles. that's all he's that's his role. Play fifteen minutes, jack up your shots while the starters are on the bench. Not that role he was playing in Boston, playing hero ball every night. Yeah. I I like I the Nuggets side of that forty seven and a half. I think they're gonna win fifty. I can see that. I like them. I love Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Will Barton. I think they're all very good players. And Millsap and Jokic up front, that's a good, good, good solid starting five. Yeah. All right, the Nuggets. I'll, I'll go with the over on that, too. I would, too. Who's next? All right. Left here, we have the OKC Thunder. Who wow, made a big splash? Finally, I get to talk. I know, I know. I've, oh, I've, um, I've been missing you. My bad, my bad. All right, Oklahoma City finished fourth in the West last year, 48-34. Um, you know, obviously the big news in, in OKC is that they re-signed Paul George to a max deal. Uh, they got rid of Carmelo Anthony, traded him to Atlanta, and basically a salary dump, but they still got a, a halfway decent player back in Dennis Schroeder. Uh, signed New Orleans Noel for $3.7 million. Which is funny because remember New Orleans Noel like uh, turned down a mass a massive deal from he, Dallas. I think he turned down forty fifty mil. Yeah, he right. bet on himself and lost. Yeah, fucking idiot. That's a tough one to swallow. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, Russ goes back to triple double form, even though he never really left. But now you know he doesn't have to worry about you know developing the chemistry with uh, with PG and, and Carmelo now. Him and PG kind of just on the same page together. Uh, I think they still finish around fourth or fifth in the West again, uh, but I do think they depart have an early departure from the, the Western Conference playoffs as they usually do. I think one of the X factors for them is Dennis Schroeder. I think if he, you know, a couple of years ago he was one of the top guards in the league. Um, I think that he could be a real big X factor for them off the bench. Um, and you always, you know, with OKC, you always have to worry about Russ. That's all you really have to worry about. Top three or four player in the world. Fat Ray Felton. Yeah, he is fat. <laughs> him, and, him, and, him and your boy, uh, who's your boy in Miami? Waiters. Yeah, him and Waiters. <laughs> yeah, the, ch- out together. the Waiters Chubby Brothers. And Ray Felton, dude. The Chubby Brothers. <laughs> uh, but good for Ray Felton for kind of, you know, I think a lot of people thought he was done a couple of years ago, including myself. And it's shocking to see his name still popping up and contributing on on teams playing meaningful minutes. Uh, guy got caught with a gun or something one time at an airport. Like, well, this dude's career was going downhill for a little while. Um, over under his 48 and a half. Last year they won 48 games. Um, so I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take the over. I think they win 49 games and, and, and beat the hook. The West is loaded, so that's the only thing I worry about. They could easily win only 45, 46 games, but uh, I'm taking the over. Okay, see, so put it in the books. I like the Westbrook and George duo. I think that's a nice, Me solid uh, tandem to build around. Yeah. Russ can play his scoring role because PG doesn't mind kind of being that. I honestly can't believe Steven Adams is still 25. Feels like he's been around forever. He's what? I agree. He is underrated. He's probably one of the best big men in the league. Yeah, he is. Uh, and he he lays people out for us. Russ Westbrook's not. Russ. He's not playing tonight against the Warriors. No, he's not. No. He had that knee surgery. I guess they're taking. It I easy took with the him. Thunder wow. tonight plus thirteen and a half. 
Is that all it moved? It started up. Like yeah, 11. it's 13 and a half. I don't think Steven Adams is playing either. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you, and you still took the Thunder? Yeah. Well, the Why? last two last two uh, ring ceremonies for the Warriors, they lost both games. So, so what? Russ isn't playing. I know, but I, I'm, I'm not looking for him to win. I said 13 and a half. You know, lose by 13, that's fine. So, All right, who's next? Uh, we finish up the Northwest with the darlings of last year. Surprise everybody, the Utah Jazz, who are a fun team. Uh, the 30-1 to 1 odds to win the West, which is fifth best. 60-1 to 1 to win the finals, which I thought was pretty impressive. Uh, Over-under is 49.5. I'm going to go with under, but like a 48-under. So they went 48-34 and 34 last year. I can see that happening again. Who do they add? Grayson Allen. Um, not someone I like, but I think he fits well there. I think Quinn Snyder is one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um, who agreed? Agreed. Yeah. Uh, what I see here is Donovan Mitchell, who was a breakout star last year. I honestly view Donovan Mitchell in the same category as Dwayne Wade uh, at that point. I think he has that kind of game and that kind of superstardom to him. And they both both kind of came out of nowhere. Exactly. That's why I think it's the biggest reminder of them. Like they were, yeah, they were good in college, but no one expected that much of a jump that quick. Yeah, I love Donovan Mitchell. Uh, starters, he'll be alongside Ricky Rubio, who's uh, I think it's a perfect fit for that team. Joe Ingles, who was clutch. You saw him against the Thunder. He was pretty fun to watch. He's a great okay. defender. Uh, Zach's boy, Derek Favors. Nice. Who is in his eighth year already, and he's only 26. It's quietly out he of has. his career. You can see he's starting to develop some knee problems. Yeah. Which is what happens with Another those guys shot. when they come out at 18. He was a, yeah. yeah. He was a, he's a big dude, yeah. too. Yeah, I like him. And then they got defense player of the year, Rudy Gobert. This team is a totally different team, and he's on the floor. That's how big of a difference maker this guy is. One of the few left who still makes a difference like he does on the defensive end. Absolutely. Um, That's more than likely your defensive player of the year. Off the bench, they have a lot of similar players. Jay Crowder, uh, Thabo Cephalosha, Alec Burks, who seems to get injured all the time, but still lying around there. Ekpiudo. Royce O'Neal is an interesting player. He was pretty good defensively last year, but I don't think he'll see many minutes this year. Uh, also, the last chance for Dante Exum, I think, here. Yeah, he's been still deal. young, too, though, right? Yeah, he'll, he'll get signed, definitely. He's only been in the league for three years, but I just think he's kind of phased out there. I don't think he's really fitting what they have going on. I can see him moving on. I think those knee injuries might be chronic. And you love Dante Exum, too, bro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Can't do nothing about knee problems. Yeah, the knees are uh, pretty important. So, yeah, the Utah Jazz, I think they can win the Northwest. This is an interesting division with them and the Nuggets and the Thunder. The T-Wolves and the Blazers, all teams are pretty good, so it's a pretty fun division to watch in the Western Conference. Uh, Last but not least, we shift gears down south to the Southwest Division of the Western Conference, and we'll pick it up with a team that made a lot of headlines this offseason, the San Antonio Spurs. All right, I'll take I'll take Spurs. Last year, well, I guess I have no choice because neither one of you is going to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last year, Spurs finished forty-seven and thirty-five. A lot of these Western Conference teams, if you remember, I think it was like three to eight were all within like two games of each other. So they all pretty much have the same record. Last year, Spurs forty-seven and thirty-five. They finished seventh. But with OKC was forty-eight and thirty-four. They finished fourth. Um, they added uh, obviously Demar Derozan. Uh, Marco Bellinelli, they lost Kawhi, not that it mattered because he didn't play anyways, and Danny Green also lost Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili retired so you're, that that era that we grew up upon with, with Pop and uh, Tony, Manu T- Tim Duncan all gone, none of them are there except for Pop you still have a pretty good team though, you have LaMarcus Aldridge still, you have Rudy Gay, Pagasaw, and I add DeMar DeRozan um I don't know how to say this dude's first name. Dewante, Dewante Murray. He looked like he was about to have a really good year. A lot of people were high on him, and then he just got hurt. Yeah, he's he's really good. I think he's yeah, a big uh, 
big point guard. He's like six six or something. Yeah, super athletic. Um, I think this will this will be a letdown here for the Spurs though, um, because without Murray, who's your point guard? Is it Patty Mills? I mean, I I don't know. They've been hyping up Derek Probably. White, but and I, he got hurt. Uh, he's too. hurt too. Oh yeah, man! And, and and let's let's let me rephrase. A letdown year for the Spurs is is not a usual letdown year. I think that they'll still win over forty games. Probably be about a five hundred team, maybe a little bit better than five hundred. Um, still have the best coach in the league, arguably. So you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me, or I don't think it would surprise anybody if they did end up winning fifty games, because uh, Demar Derozan is super coachable. I think that Pop will, will definitely get max out of him. Um, but I personally think they'll win about 44 games and they'll, they might miss the playoffs. Who knows? They might miss the playoffs. I think they're a lot. They think they have the most consecutive seasons in the, in the playoffs in the NBA right now, the longest active streak, but I think that that has a chance to end this year. A uh, sleeper in the draft class who's on the Spurs is Lonnie Walker. I really like Lonnie Walker's game. Yeah. You did like Lonnie Walker. Where is he from Miami? Yeah. 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 I remember you liked him. I they also got Jakob Pertl, Pertl, whatever his name is, from in that Toronto deal. So he's a pretty good center to build around. He was, he was a former top ten pick. Great, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the Spurs. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, the powerhouse of the Southwest, the Houston Rockets. All right, I'm back at you. Houston Rockets. It's loaded up in Texas, yep, huh? I'm in Texas. I'm all the way in Texas. I think I have all the Texas teams. Do you have Dallas, too? I do. Oh, uh, you're going next after that, then. <laughs> all right. Houston last year finished first in the Western Conference, 65-17. and 17. Uh, Obviously, they are one of the few teams, I don't even need to say it, that can compete with Golden State. Uh, they had a real shot at beating them last year before Chris Paul was hurt in the playoffs. Uh, I think if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, that, that series might be a little different. Uh, James Harden obviously had a phenomenal year, won the MVP award uh, during the offseason. They re-signed Chris Paul. I think we all knew that was happening. Uh, they brought back Gerald Green, re-signed Clint Capella, which I think was on the top of the, of the wish list for the Houston Rockets. And they signed Carmelo to a, a, a mid-level, what is it, a veteran's minimum $2.7 million deal. Uh, I think the key, I'm hearing an echo, but I think the key is going to be does Carmelo embrace that, that bench role, that sixth man role? Um, I know Eric Gordon is, is technically the sixth man, but having him and uh, Carmelo come off the bench together could be lethal for a second unit. Um, relatively the same team. Uh, they lost Trevor Ariza, but you replace him with Carmelo. Relatively the same team. Should still be able to compete with Golden State. I think James Harden goes off again, has another MVP caliber type of year, could possibly win back-to-back. Uh, I think they finished second overall in the West. I do think that Golden State will, will finish first this year. Uh, the over under is 55 and a half, and considering they won 65 games last year, I'm taking the over. I think they'll win about 60 games. I'd agree. Yeah, I like that. They're the Rockets. They're, and a rematch, rematch with Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I think they're the yeah, clear cut favorite. What? I wouldn't mind seeing that rematch. I uh, know me either, especially if you consider if Paul's healthy, we can actually see, yeah. you know, maybe Houston does upset them. I don't know. Paul's healthy, and then you add, I mean, I'm listen, you know, I'm the biggest Carmelo defender ever, but. He fucking stunk last year. Yeah, he did. But I think if you throw him on the floor with all those other guys, it's just one more guy Golden State has to pay attention to. Right. It's, yeah. But it, like I said, it's just going to come down to does Carmelo get over him being the guy? Like, you know, is he going to want to hoist up those shots at the buzzer or and down the stretch instead of letting James Harden run the team or Chris Paul? I think I think having Chris Paul there will help ease Carmelo into Yeah, I think that that's – that, that's... I think that's the only reason he went there. I, I do too, because you know he doesn't want to play with LeBron because LeBron, no way, he, Carmelo's taking over the games late with LeBron there. No. Yeah. Think James Harden's have, can win, win MVP again? I think there's a yeah. I think there's a shot that he could. I mean, what, there you know, there's nothing that that indicates that he couldn't do it again. I think. That, I think it's just one. Of, I think it's one of those things they won't give it to him two years in a row. 
it's very possible, but if he throws up 35 again a game or whatever he threw up last year. We all know who we all know who should win every year. Yeah, exactly. I know, and that's the yeah. sad thing. It, you overlook LeBron's because you're so used to it. But if yeah. LeBron, if the Lakers finish top three or four in the West, I think LeBron should win it easily. Oh yeah, not because that's just that many more eyes on yeah. him. All right, the Rockets. All right, now I'm going to Dallas, right? Yeah. All right. Why not? Let's go to the Dallas trifecta. Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks last year finished 24 and 58, 13th in the Western Conference. The overrunner is 34 and a half. Some key additions DeAndre Jordan, big rim protector, probably the best rim protector in the league still. Uh, drafted Luka Doncic. Doncic gave up the first round pick next year and the rights to uh, Trey Waynes. Right? That's his name? Trey, Trey Young. Young. Sorry, Trey Waynes. Jesus, Matt. You got me with the Vikings. Got me thinking about the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Immediately, you know, Luka, I think Luka Doncic immediately improves the roster in Dirk's final year. I think he does end up winning Rookie of the Year. I think he improve, helps improve the team. That's how good I think he is. I think they finished ninth or 10th in the West. Um, they brought back Devin Harris, who, who I feel has been a Maverick like 10 or 11 times in his career. I think every time he goes somewhere, he comes back to Dallas. Uh, I do worry about the offense being able to score. Harrison Barnes can't be your go-to guy. I mean, Wes Matthews isn't what he was. Uh, Luca will be, you know, a huge spark, but he still has a lot to learn. Uh, I also like Jalen Brunson being being there. It could this could be a full rebuild uh, if it doesn't go well because everybody's on one year deals. Wes Matthews only has one year left. Uh, DeAndre Jordan only signed for one year and a, kind of like a prove it year. So I think if this goes terrible and they only win twenty games, every they're cleaning house, starting fresh with Luka Doncic being the face of the franchise. Uh, the over or under is thirty and four and a half. I'm taking the over. All right, I like uh, Luka Doncic and Dennis Smith Jr. together. Yeah, yeah Dennis Smith Jr. I, I, I skipped over the note I had for him. Obviously, he was hurt. He was hurt for quite a while. Not quite a while, but I think injuries kind of riddled his. Uh, I, think, I don't think we saw the potential because of the a few injuries that he had. A few nagging injuries. Uh, so I'm, I would love. I'm I'm very interested to see what him and Luka Doncic could do together on the court. Yeah, I think uh, drafting Doncic is going to help him a lot because he's one of those point guards who's not a true point guard and he's a turnover machine. If you let him get a little wild, so having Doncic there to run the offense take some of that pressure off. Right. Wow, JJ Barea is still hanging around here. Yeah, I know. Fuck him. He's like their spark plug guy. He is. All right. Yeah, I'm not too high on the Mavericks. I don't really know what to expect from them. No. I think a lot of those guys you just mentioned get traded. Wes Matthews, uh, Barnes. I think they're in a clean house before the deadline. Get rid of Dwight Powell. I'm not a fan of that guy. (laughs) Some people love that guy. I I read good things about him, but this game's just ugly. Yeah. All right. Um,. I'll take it here with the team that had a lot of disaster last season, and that is the Memphis Grizzlies. We all remember Mike Conley and Powell, or not Powell, Marc Gasol, who were their, their build around, are, were both injured last year. Chandler Parsons has been injured for like seven years. Um, they're 101 to win the conference, 250 to 1 to win the title. Their over under is 33 and a half. I'm going to go under with a 30 and 52 records, what I'm thinking. Starters is Mike Conley. Well, what this team is doing essentially is building around Conley and building around Gasol, but not a total rebuild. They're not breaking down the roster altogether. They drafted Jaron Jackson, who I think is really good. Uh, he's a three point shooter. He showed that in Summer League. And he's an offensive weapon, I think. I think his biggest thing he's going to need to work on is his defense. But I'm really high on Jaron Jackson. He's going to be the youngest player in the NBA, he's only 19. Well, the youngest player, at least, in rotations. Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff is officially the head coach. I think that's good for them. But there's teams looking at Mike Conley, Garrett Temple, Kyle Anderson, who they added. Um, The Spurs did not match the restricted free agent contract, so the Grizzlies got him. Uh, Jaron Jackson, Mark Saul. Jaron Parsons, Jermichael Green coming off the bench. I really like him. Huh? The Chandler Parsons. My God. Yeah, he actually looked good. They said in the preseason, 
The Grizzlies yeah, using a bunch of different lineups, but you know, Jalen Parsons will get hurt. That guy. Who I really like on their bench though, Dylan Brooks out of Oregon. I think he's a really good shooter. Yeah. He had a good year last he year. He did. He averaged eleven points last year's rookie season for a second round pick. I also like Andrew Harrison as a point guard. He's six six. He's kind of a scorer. He's a good bench point guard come off the bench. I'm surprised he turned himself into a rotation guy. Yeah, I wasn't he did that him, all last him year. And his brother were not good in college. Yeah. They have a like a yeah. college all star team on their bench. They got I, Ivan Rab, who played at California. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Javon Carter, who I like, uh, old man, he's coming into the NBA. I love that dude's game. Yeah, he plays great D. Uh, I think he's going to take minutes here. Um, they also have Zach's boy, Marshawn Brooks. Wow. Guy wow. came back from China. Yeah. He averaged 20, 20 points a game last year. I don't know how many games he played, but. But it was in China. No, he was in Memphis. He was? Yeah. Yeah, I think, they, I think they brought him over mid-season or something. But yeah, they Whenever did. The Chinese season ends. It oh, usually ends March. in like fucking February, March, whatever. Yeah, they got another veteran point guard on the bench, Shelvin Mack. But I think Jevin Carter will take his minutes. Uh, I kind of like Wayne Selden Jr. too. He was undrafted. Another. Yeah. So, they got a lot of interesting names on the bench. A lot of guys are going to prove themselves. But I think ultimately... Best idea here is to tear it down with Gasol and Conley. I mean, they're not even that young. So, that's my take on the Grizzlies. Well, here's the thing for me, though. You can tear it down, but nobody's, nobody's rushing to sign them. So, I mean, you, you got a couple stars or a couple really good players. You got to try to do as much as you can with those guys while you have them, in my opinion. It's not a big market. Nobody wants to play there. Yeah. I've got to read the draft. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I like all those young guys on the bench. Those guys have got to step up. And if they do, it's a pretty good gamble for all of them. All right. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Not not a bad way to go. Grab a bunch of guys who are huge recruits and maybe just didn't pan out in college or for whatever reason and throw them out there and give them a shot. Yeah, so should be fun. We'll see. Um, we got one more team left. And, Ed, take it away. Yep, we got the Pelicans. Finished six last year, 48-34. and 34. Obviously, I don't think they're going to match that. They lost Boogie. They lost Rondo. They did sign Julius Randle. That was a surprising move. I like that move. Yeah, not a bad pairing next to uh, Anthony Davis. They also brought in Jaleel Okafor to... One year deal to see if he can get his life together. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to expect <laughs> from that guy. Yeah, they also brought in Alfred Payton, who bounced around a little bit last year. Starting five projects to be Drew Holiday, who I think is just one of those solid guys, kind of like we mentioned with Darren Collison yesterday. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Etwan Moore starting at the two. He's been a decent NBA player. He was really good in college, and he's made himself into yeah, a really good NBA player. At the three, it's looking like Nikola Meritich. Four is Julius Randle, and then the five is obviously Anthony Davis off their bench. Alfred Payton, Ian Clark, Solomon Hill. Not a great bench. I'm not a Solomon Hill guy at all. <laughs> That's like an Anthony Tolliver type <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. They're like all they're all the same. <laughs> Over-under is 45 and a half. I just don't see them coming close to the way they played last year. I think Rondo made a huge difference on that team. Do you think Czech Diallo is any good? I haven't seen anything from him. Again, he's another one of those big recruits who hasn't done anything in the league. Yeah, he wasn't even drafted. Yeah. Don't they think – I think he's one of those guys they think is older than they're saying he is. They keep – it's a mess. Yeah, sketchy. Yeah, I think I'm going to go under that 45 and a half. I think you're going to start hearing a ton of trade rumors for Anthony Davis, even though Alvin Gentry came out and said we wouldn't trade him for Beyonce. <laughs> I, mean, but, I mean, but why would you, though? Beyonce probably sucks at basketball. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you're going to start hearing those rumors pop up. Celtics, especially. There's absolutely no way I would trade Anthony Davis. I wouldn't either, but this team – they're not going anywhere in the West. And would do you want to lose him for nothing? 
No, I want to see a free agent. Didn't he sign a deal there? No. A, no, I think he's got a player opt out this year. Yeah, he's got the rookie. He's on this thing. He might be in the last year of his rookie deal. I thought he signed like a fee or extension or something. I don't know. He's in his sixth year. He's yeah. on his rookie contract. Not his rookie, no, but he's he signed yeah. an extension to go to now. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like before the rookie deal was up. I think they gave him two years like, extra. Yeah. I think they bought out some of those. Oh, or whatever. I don't know what you call it in basketball. Yeah, the restricted free agent yeah. years. All right. Yeah, I'm just, again, I don't think – there's no way they finish six in this West without Boogie and without Rondo. All right. Yeah, that Southwest Conference is pretty weak. It's the Rockets and a bunch of teams looking for an identity. Yes, sir. All right, you want right. to you want to pick the? I think you know what we should have done last night. We each should have done our our top eight, our playoff top eight instead of uh, a cumulative. Um... Yeah, well, we can uh, take a shot at that right now. No, let's just do a cumulative. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, who finishes one? I'm gonna say the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, I'll roll with it. All right, I got the Rockets at two. Yeah, same. The Lakers three. Oh, okay, interesting. I'll take it. Yep. Uh, who's at four? Four. Ugh. So we got four. You can do the Jazz. No. Um, Thunder. The Nuggets. I go Nuggets. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's gonna be. I can see a Nuggets Jazz soccer. four or five matchup. I can see that. Yeah, both winning fifty games. Yeah, that would be a really fun series. All right, so there's four and five. Who's six? OKC? OKC. I'll slot them in there. Yeah, by default. Yeah, yeah we, there's we can go seven. We can go. We got the Clippers, the no. Blazers, maybe the T-Wolves, the Spurs. I, I would go Timberwolves here. I would go Spurs or T-Wolves. I'd go Blazers. I would go Wolves, but just the question marks. Yeah. And right, so we, we all have somebody different there. Who's, who else can we have? I would say the Spurs at eight. I would take Spurs at seven, and at eight, I would probably go Blazers. All right, I got Timberwolves at seven and Spurs at eight. No, no uh, Blazers in my uh, playoff. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, you got the you got the T Wolves in. I got the Blazers. All right. What do you got, Ed? Blazers. Blazers are what seven, seven or eight? <laughs> seven. <laughs> Who's eight? <laughs> I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll get the wolves in there. They sneak in. They keep Jimmy and sneak in. Nice. Right. I like it. All right. Uh, that pretty much wraps up our Western Conference predictions and analysis. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna edit it. Just kidding. <laughs> well, the season starts in a few hours, so I hope everybody enjoys it. Thanks for listening to Three and Out Podcast. Follow yeah, us they, on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter at Three and Out underscore. It's very important. We'll see you there. We, we depend on it. That's how we get our we earn our money for our livelihood. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm tired as fuck, dude. I woke up at five thirty to go to the gym, which is a terrible decision. What, bro? I didn't even sleep. I just worked. Two shifts. I didn't sleep yet. Yeah, you didn't do anything except stand there. Shut up, dude. My, <laughs> I was fucking talking to people, hookers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's only people who are around then. <laughs> oh, man. That was mad funny when you sent us that text, and I don't think either of us responded. But yeah, yeah, as you're usual. Like, you're like, Fuck you guys. I'm talking to some hookers for what you guys are here. <laughs> It's like, dude, why don't you talking to some hookers for you like while you're there? Why would I want a hooker? I don't know. <laughs> well, if I get into trouble with it, there are pimps going to come after me. It's a whole different ballgame. I'm not into that. Yeah, you're on that path right now, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> heavenly. Heavenly. <laughs> heavenly. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Boston's winning two to one in the third. I didn't even know they were playing. What? <laughs> yeah, it's on. 
It started the at Red two. Sox? Yeah, it started at two o'clock. Started at two. My two. two. Oh, my two o'clock. I was gonna say two. What the fuck was it? Fucking. Well, the Brewers and Dodgers are playing later. Uh, five, I think. Eight, eight your time. I'm gonna miss all those. They play it. The the Dodgers and Brewers play at two o'clock tomorrow. I kind of want to go. Do it. But I'm, I won't. Theory's clincher. Yeah, that'd be awesome if I was there for the Brewers to clinch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be nuts. We should look at Brewers tickets for the World Series. Yeah, we sh- you should. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I actually looked up their prices for this series a lot more than I expected. They're a lot. I looked up, it was like 800 bucks. Where in in Milwaukee? Yeah, the 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 out of the four teams left, the cheapest tickets is L.A., which is embarrassing. L.A. is always cheap tickets, no matter what. But, but dude, come on, Milwaukee. Except those Lakers tickets are probably gonna be bank. Oh, <laughs> they were bank with uh, the they were banked with Kobe playing eighteen minutes a game. I can only imagine. No, they were bank with fucking Dwight Howard. Oh, that's they ain't gonna get tickets to that to those games. The Laker games? Yeah. Nah, they were just here playing the Warriors in exhibition. That was my only chance. Yeah, you did. Even that was probably a ton. Yeah, it was a uh, sold out. Wow. Yeah. All right, we're we out of here. Yeah. All right, we out of here. Shampoo. Peace. <laughs> All right. Farewell. Peace.